Welcome back to Everyone is Stupid Except Us. I am Ross. And I am not. And this is episode, I don't know, 12, I think. And based on, uh, not really based on what we were talking about before, but we have a few things to chat about this week. Specifically, uh, the Brett Kavanaugh thing finally ended off, and I think we've done that one to death, but we can actually report on the results of the entire Brett Brett Kavanaugh story and perhaps complain about that a little bit more. Also got a couple of other recent, not really recent news stories, but apparently something happened where someone was trying to donate their mom's corpse to (laughs) science, but they told her that she was too... <clears throat> hefty, I guess, is the, <laughs> is the polite term, which puts into perspective what hefty Smurf was, and maybe we should talk about that a little bit more. The old Smurfs was was hefty in the movie. Anyway, let's move on past that. Some of the cool news I learned recently that there is a speakeasy, an actual thing in our local city. And I was so intrigued to learn that that I actually had to learn what a speakeasy was because it wasn't what I thought it was. And then in other recent interesting weird things that uh, Sean doesn't want to talk about is the whole Bowsette meme. <laughs> it's a Mario thing. That it's it's one of those. It's borderline Rule Thirty Four, which I suppose we could also uh, lean into a little bit. I, we don't talk about Rule Thirty Four enough. Yeah, on I don't this think show. it's borderline. But there's another. Isn't it like Rule Thirty Six is another one where which is like gender swapped versions of everything. Uh, I did not know about Rule 36. I believe we should talk about both of them. Let's talk about all of the rules about the internet, and and that'll make sense. And finally, there was a uh, recent story locally for us where the government has decided, our local provincial government has decided that perhaps burning tires is a good way to produce energy, and everyone basically freaked out. I'll admit it sounds stupid until you actually start digging into it. Yeah, there's a lot of science behind it, but I think we, we have t- touched on that uh, on that one before. So we might want to start with that one because what, what we're effectively talking about there is the government. If you want to work for government, you pretty much have to get used to being damned if you do and damned if you don't. That's the short story there. Mm-hmm. We're, you can't, what is it? You, you can't please all the people some of the time and you can't please some of the people all the time, but my Something. landlord is mowing the lawn and yeah. if he doesn't shut up, I'm going to feed his flesh to my crows. Yeah, exactly. That's the one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it comes down to no matter what the government does, we as Canadians, and I'm sure other countries as well, we assume the government doesn't know what they're doing. Because, I mean, admittedly, that's true a lot of the time. But it it comes from two different angles, I find, because either you're one of those, oh, you know, party A is in charge, and I'm a staunch party B, B voter. Mm-hmm. And you know what the problem is? is? Party A, every time they get in charge, everything goes to hell. And if party B were in charge, then things would be much better. There's those guys who are- But either, there's also you know, the fact that partisan. even if your chosen party is in power, you still assume that the individual people in that party, like your premier, you, you're a person who votes liberal. The liberals are in power. Everything the liberals do is still stupid to you because that's another difference- that I think we touched on with the in, in the episode with Flora, is that as Canadians, we tend not to vote for who we want to be in power. We tend to vote who we don't want to be in power out the next time an election rolls around. Yeah, like if you vote liberal, but, you know, secretly you want the natural law party to be in. <laughs> so you say, well, but, at least the conservatives aren't in, but it, things would be much better if everyone would just shut up and vote for the, you know, the, the magic. The elephant party, or the rhino yeah, party. The, the, but, the rhino party. The rhinoceros party. There, there wasn't their platform to pave pave the Bay of Fundy. <laughs> that was a good one. That was that was that's going back. That was a, that was when I was a kid. That was a thing. I can't but, imagine uh, how that would benefit anything. 
Well, it, and it's not possible to do. It was a it was a joke party. Well, let, let's say let's say it was possible to do. What Lots could more that... parking between here and New Brunswick? Come on. Okay, you got me there. But anyway, the, getting back to this it, to this story, the, the, lines. the thing is that they uh, there's a construction company who currently burns a lot of coal to produce energy in their cement plants and what have you, and they've said, hey, you know what? We got all these tires laying around. Why don't we burn them as fuel source instead of burning coal? And if you just if you come out and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to install a tire burner to heat my house. People are going to be like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? That's stupid. Burning tires is horrible. And it is. But you know what? It's less horrible than burning coal because, first of all, coal burns dirtier. Plus, coal takes a lot of energy to get out of the ground, which produces a lot of pollution just doing that. Plus a lot of habitat destruction and this and that and the other thing. So, Well, the problem and, there is that it, it then becomes in a gray area where you've got, okay, so coal is... 90% bad burning tires is let's say 50 to 60% bad it's less and, bad still not good yeah so it's somewhere in that gray area and do you know what the public people at large and anyone being reported on by the media are like they are <laughs> not gray no one no. cares no, about the opinions of white. gray people <clears throat> everyone wants to know what the, what the black opinion and the white opinion and that's it <laughs> Turn this into a racial thing. Exactly. I'm totally going to turn this into a racial thing. um, But the fact remains, yes, tires currently are – it's not like all of the tires that go to waste in this province that are are discarded every year are going into the landfill. Some of them do make it there illegally. By and large, they're sent through recycling processes and become, you know, like – uh, playground Ikea surfaces. Product. They become playground surfaces and they become road. Um, they, they get mixed into road aggregate for making new road surfaces and stuff like that. So they are being used, but. Wait, wait. Say aggregate again. You like aggregate? Aggregate. Aggregate. It's a good word. It is a good word. Um, But, you know, it's. The thing is, the problem is, is that we make more tire. We're making more tire waste right now than the recycling process can keep up with. So this is a good way to divert a very carefully selected amount of that but it's it's not a great thing and it, I, I can see how it does it can potentially open up um kind of a it, it opens something up for precedent that maybe we might not want to be doing but it's not the you know instantaneous you know serial sneer sitting up there in his pollution factory doing this just for giggles and <laughs> are we gonna have to explain who Cyril near is i think the two canadians that listen to our show will get it and mo can go stuff it <laughs> so <laughs> all right you can look it up just yeah look it up on google look up Cyril yeah. sneer and then look consume all the media factory. that that leads to because that show was yeah, awesome it was Anyway, all that's all I have to say about that. It is a knee-jerk reaction to assume the government doesn't know what they're doing when, in fact, it's probably not. It's a The solution they're proposing is a better solution than what's currently in place, not as good as what we should be striving for. That's True. kind of and the again, line. so it's 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 a gray, it's a black or white response mm-hmm. to not even uh, to the government trying to do something that's not even a black or white solution. And you know what? That comes down to a, lo- a lot of our governments, a lot of our societal. Um, initiatives towards environmental things kind of come down to that too it's like well if we can't have clean fusion then why are we bothering doing anything yeah why would we bother going to electric vehicles when we're still drawing our power from coal well yes but it's still a better solution plus it it sets you up for going to renewable energy in the future if we can't can't drive at 100 miles an hour why the hell do we make cars uh, if i can't run a marathon why would i bother getting off the couch I mean, come on. Anyway, moving on. 
that does happen an awful lot. The the uh, the other big news, well, that's yeah, the, the bigger news, I guess. Brett Kavanaugh made it on the Supreme Court, and some people are pretending to be surprised. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. You've said this name several times, and I know that it's. I don't watch the news because I don't I either. Don't I watch late the, night talk I, show hosts that turn okay, the news into comedy sure. for me. Yeah, I don't watch any. Uh, John Stewart or or Colbert, any you any sure of those don't because you would know by now that John Stewart retired from the I know he was, you know, many well, years ago. Hey, what am I supposed to be doing? We're watching Johnny Carson. I mean, come on. Yeah, turn on the Johnny Carson and the David Letterman's and the Jay yeah. Leno's. Yeah, I mean, and the Ed I'm, Sullivan's. I'm so busy watching daytime TV with the Bob Barkers and the you know Arsenio Halls. I just don't have time you get your to keep up with everything. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a, I, okay? Okay. New plan. New plan. All soap operas should somehow slide the news into their shows. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Or all, all of a sudden, saying, Nancy told me you'd be coming by. Nancy also told me that Hurricane Michael is about to make landfall on the Florida coast. Hurricane Michael is the wettest hurricane ever in terms of water. <laughs> I think that would be kind of neat. Oh man, if soap operas started being nearly responsible or took a new responsibility for keeping people informed as to what was going on in the world. That'd be amazing. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Brett Kavanaugh was confirmed as a Supreme Court judge. Effectively, partisan politics won, where mm. there were more Republicans than Democrats who were voting him in, and he was a Republican, and he's the Republican ca- uh, nominee. The Democrats sort of said, hey, wait a minute, this guy might have some shady things in his past, and the Republicans mm. said, whatevs, he's our guy, and he got in. That's the short story. Now, I'd like to point out I was out pretty that this sure comes- it was going to happen. I'd like to point out this. I mean, I, okay, I'm I'm coming at it's this from, American from a, news. I'll give you I'm, that. Yeah. Okay. I, but okay. I, to compare this to something, I'm coming at this from a fairly uh, a fairly high level of ignorance about this. What is it that this gentleman was supposed to have done? Ah, so 35 years ago, mm-hmm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. A woman has come forth and said, this guy at a university party that we were both at, he shoved me into a room. Mm-hmm. His friend came in the room behind us, locked the door, and then the two of them laughed as this this Brett guy, he shoved me down on the bed. And at this point, I was frightened, so I tried to scream. So he covered my mouth with his hand mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't scream. And then, uh, now, what happened then? Basically, he sort of drunkenly fell off, and then his friend laughed, and then they had a big chortle and let her out. She she was okay. not raped, but this is a questionable thing. Now, if this were just a thing that happened, so then she said- I mean, it was sexual so, assault regardless. Yeah, but yeah. it seems like- and Or then at least assault. Sort of saying, well, this is kind of what happened in the <clears throat> 80s. People would get drunk and do this. So- what all the guy had to do was say, yep, I got a little drunk in the 80s. Uh, it was kind of the culture. It was it was the not not quite the pace, but it was the pulse of the situation at that time. These mm-hmm. kinds of things sort of happen. A few people came out and said that. But what happened was he then went and at his confirmation hearing where you have to say, oh, you're going to be a Supreme Court judge. We've got some questions for you. Did you ever drink too much when you were young? And he no. kept responding, no, no, I was I was very good. I, I went to school and sometimes we had a social drink and that's fine. So what made it what I think made it worse. And he what, lied about it. Not that he, he did it, he, but that he lied about it. That's what I think is way worse. Which is exactly and, why Bill Clinton ended up losing the pre- or, or having to give up the presidency. Yeah. Because it's not that he had extramarital relations with a, with a, a member of his, his staff. It was that he went on camera in front of the court and lied about it. Yeah. All right. Which so you, regardless. You should, not, you should not do. 
Yes. So what 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 the and the thing that happened about this, I understand it's American politics and it's mm-hmm. American Supreme Court. So, you know, part of me is all kind of I live in Canada. I don't care. But well, where this comes out of the tail end of the whole hashtag Me Too movement and let's listen to women, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. What kept happening throughout this entire process was, oh, this woman's coming forward from 35 years ago and who could believe her? She's just a silly woman and men do this all the time and everything's fine. That kind of opinion yeah. kept coming up. Absolutely. And where, it, yeah, it's the dismissiveness of the things this person is saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah so that but, made it a bit more of an outside of American, uh, on, on more than just the American stage kind of kind of issue yeah. and i what did or didn't happen between those two at that party is one thing but the, again you're right the fact that he lied about it is probably a worse thing than anything else and then um, how everyone else especially like the supreme court and the u.s mm, senate and like, the US oh, media, okay, everyone, how they dealt with it they kept mm. they they kept parading out all these people they, they talked to four or five women i think who were in university they didn't they may have not been in the same social circles but what they went to the same university at that time that this was mm-hmm. going on and like one of them, especially, I think the sound clip that they liked going on is, oh, well, that kind of thing happened all the time. And then it was, yeah. show me a guy who's never done something like that 30 years oh. ago. Show me that guy, and I'd be surprised to meet him. You're saying, are you saying that every male in university mm-hmm. in the 1980s was thrusting himself upon women committing sexual assault? Are we, are we just saying this blanket statement that, oh, that's fine. It was the 80s. Everyone was being sexual assault, oh, sexually boys assaulted. boys will be boys, you know. Yeah, but There was anyway. a lot of boys will be boys. And I thought, I thought we'd gotten a little past that by now. You know? The point I was going to bring up was how, I mean, this, something, whatever happened, I mean, first of all, he lied in front of the court about whether or not he'd ever had drinks to excess, um, whether or not any of this actually happened, or if it's this person dragging him through the mud, I, I, I have no no information, no opinion on that. However, as a contrast to this, this is a person who is trying to be trying to uh, was trying to obtain an extremely high power position in the justice system and politics of the United States. That's yeah. that's inarguable. But then you go over here and you have uh, uh, the one of the guys that that directed uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the Russo brothers, who at one point years ago made some stupid like gay joke on Twitter, has since apologized for it, like, you know, owned it, said, yes, I said these things. It was stupid then. It's stupid now. I don't know what I was thinking, but it just wasn't this, like, again, things were different at the time. I still Mm. shouldn't have said it, but I did say it. I'm sorry. And then Marvel has dropped him as a director or has threatened to drop him. I'm not sure if it's entirely completed yet, but I mean, that's, that's such a... You know, uh, but again, I guess the difference is that one is steering the absolute, uh, you know, conscience and and justice system of a nation, whereas the other is making silly movies with Chris Pratt. But at the same time, sometimes a lot of those producers, like the, Tr- Trump, mentioned something that actually is in a weird way pertinent where he said i think men now because he he considers it that uh, that Kevin Kavanaugh, this this guy was being unfairly accused of something that didn't happen he said men need to be totally scared these days because anyone could come out and accuse them and i thought okay one sort of i would say if you've ever done something in the past that was questionable yeah okay be afraid should have been afraid then wasn't really the thing but now you can be that's comeuppance, you know, in a weird way. But one of the other things happening is to this other guy, this guy that you're talking about with Marvel, he's being fired because 
basically the producers, some other white guys in a big room somewhere up at, um, oh, help. Yeah. Whatever pictures, MGM, I, I don't know, at the top, top of the top of the heap. They are concerned. They're saying, oh, uh, no one's going to come to our movies if everyone thinks that the director hates the gays. Yeah. So did, did he say he hated the gays? Well, we, we better drop him pretty soon because yeah. otherwise people are not going to come to our CR movies because everyone apparently likes the gays these days. Is that, is that right? Can we get can we get Chauncey in here to come and, come and find out what's going on with <laughs> I the think, gays? But I mean, the point is, is that money speaks louder than politics. And I think that's, you know, I, th- I don't think that's anything that is a surprise to any of us. If there's a chance that somebody is going to lose money, they're yeah. going to drop you a lot faster than just because you're, you know. I have a question. Have you ever seen the comedy special politics? Eddie Murphy Raw? I have seen bits and pizzas of this, it. This was the red leather suit one way back in the yep. 1980s. Had some yep. hilarious, awesome stuff. At the very beginning of the show, you know, he's up there in his, in his tight suit. I think he was 21 years old. If I if I remember, it was part of the comedy where he says, oh, I'm 21 now, so I know all this stuff. And at one point, he turns around and he's going to show things. And then he looks over his shoulder and he looks down at his own at his own butt. And then he says to the audience, this is on record. You can still buy this. You can still watch this on TV anywhere. And he says, now, I don't want any faggots looking at my ass. <laughs> and the crowd goes nuts. They laugh their socks off. And he, yep. and he turns around. And he says, you know, I'm, I'm OK with everybody, but I just, you know, I'm OK with it. He basically said, I'm not homophobic, but I would prefer it if gay people didn't check me out. Yeah. And it was to the audience mm-hmm. hilarious. That was cult- culturally, apparently culturally appropriate at that time. Everyone mm-hmm. was OK with laughing about that. There is Should such a thing have? as there's a thing such as that's called cultural relativism. And you have to, you can't judge any culture, whether it's of a different time or a different country, based on the morals of your own time and location. But I think the difference there is if you went up, if, if you sat down, you you have an interview with Eddie Murphy and you say, oh, Mr. Murphy, I want to talk to you about that. You know, back back in the 80s, did you ever say <laughs> that you didn't want gay people looking at your butt? So he has two options. Option one is, yeah, I, I, I said it. It's on video. It's on my special. I, mm-hmm. I made money from that comment, but that was the comment that I knew would garner a response. I knew that that was something that was, it was appropriate. We were, we were in that culture at the time. I do not agree with it now, this but is I'm the an same older, thing that more happens. wise man. This is the same thing that happened. Have you seen the thing that there, uh, is it, it's not Disney, it's, uh, it's a Looney Tunes, Warner oh. Brothers. They have a thing now. They, they used to, they had, they had a whole bunch of these horrifically racist cartoons that came out in like the 60s mm. that, were so like not even like kind of tongue in cheek racist like Dumbo with, with were they the, slap the jab for war bonds that kind of thing? No, it was like well, Song of the South is one. I, I don't remember who that is. Is that Disney maybe? But it's just like oh Peter Pan. No, Peter Pan was the Savage Dance or something. Yeah, this, like that. yeah. Was, but I mean, there, but there was some. Like, these were these were well beyond. Like you've probably never seen them because I don't think I had ever seen them because by the time that we were like in the early eighties when we were watching that kind of stuff, it, they were too culturally insensitive for then yeah it was the kind of thing they wouldn't show on public tv but i think we could probably find on the internet these days yeah and they're still out there and they do actually still they are airing them again now but they're airing them with this preface that says you know we have not edited these cartoons this is the form that they were originally shown in theaters in their time they are a product of their time the opinions expressed herein you know were wrong then and they're wrong now but to uh has this to is de- how we did it they said to this deny to deny these exist is to you know deny the problem 
that and they're part of. That's the problem with Brett Kavanaugh. Hmm. Had he come out and said, oh, yeah, I was drunk off my mind. I probably pushed myself and forced myself on women in situations where I shouldn't mm-hmm. have. And I was not ever called to account for that. And I consider that wrong. I was in my early 20s. At, you know, I got married, settled down. I've raised my kids differently. Mm-hmm. I've advocated this, that, and the other thing. Name a bunch of things that you've advocated against because he does have those since that time. But again, to deny what it was like in the past is This is the ignorance. wrong – but it is the, the wrong, wrong time. It is the wrong time now to try <laughs> – like you remember uh, with Bill Clinton, again, of a different – of a different thing, but Bill yeah. Clinton was like somebody caught him and said, "You know, you I know that you smoked marijuana when you were younger." And he's all like, "Oh yes, I smoked marijuana, but I never inhaled." I didn't inhale. But then you got, you know, because that was a thing at the time. But now you have Obama that came in after him, and they're like, people. Oh, he, someone someone asked him, "Oh, have you ever uh, done marijuana?" And he's like, "Yeah." It's like, "Well, did you inhale?" Like, yeah, that's the point. You know? and then- <laughs> And then I think he went, it may have been that interview or, not, or another one where he's talking about, yeah, you know, we're studying for finals and we got to do a little coke every now and then. Hmm. Like, Damn. <laughs> nice, boy. <Yeah. laughs> he just slips that in there. He said, that was what you did. Yeah. And I am now the president of the United States. Am I doing lines in the Oval Office? No. Only on Fridays. Only on Fridays. And that's okay. Says so in the Constitution. Read page yeah. 37. Yeah, so it, the right to it's, bear it's arms one, and do lines. It's, it's the the statue thing. They keep tearing down statues all over the place. They're trying mm-hmm. to do it around here even as as well. Like, I, mm-hmm. I I don't agree with tearing down Confederate statues and destroying them. I agree no. with picking them up, moving them, putting them in, in a museum, and Put putting them, in them a up museum, contextually. Exactly. Don't saying. The thing is, is we have a uh, – we're never going to get through all these items. We've been narping on this for so long. <laughs> but there's a, there's a thing that we have, and as, as people, we want to feel guilty about what we're doing – what we did in the past so we don't have to feel guilty about about what we're doing today. It's easier to feel bad about slavery than it is to feel bad about – you know, giving money to an evil corporation like Nestle or to continue to drive our gas guzzling cars and destroy the ozone and completely uh, ignore uh, climate change. We have a lot of things that we could be alarmed about today, but it's easier to say, I'm really sorry about slavery. I'm really sorry about reservation schools. It's easier to look back and say, our grandparents did really shitty things than it is to say, we're doing some things that probably have a little bit of feces on them as well. <laughs> uh, we should have called our podcast a little bit of feces. Mm-hmm. Speaking of a little bit of feces, uh, the fat shaming of corpses when uh-huh. corpses get donated to uh, to hospitals and or, you know, scientific exploration. Uh, the feces part is apparently that when you die, you uh, expel your bowels a little bit. <laughs> Or whatever's left. So I mean, no one, no one wants a stinky corpse, obviously, in the in their morgue. But what this uh, what this one guy has reported on is he said he tried to, to donate his mother's body when she died because it was her lifelong wish to be donated to science and be used for scientific. Not, I mean, not exactly experimentation. Like they're not going to pump her full of drugs and try to turn her into a mutant or anything like that, or you know, harvest. <laughs> but normal, yeah, throw like an a te- alien like, spore yeah, in her chest. Become a teaching cadaver or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and what they told her was, nope, we're sorry, and I forget what the exact poundage was. It was like two hundred pounds or two hundred fifty pounds, something like that. And they said, nope, nope, she's she's too she's too big. And I think this is a fascinating subject, mostly. Because because there's no easy answer. Because mm. I can see 
a lot of different angles of this from the angle of they're saying things like, well, you know, usually in the morgue, uh, because the drawers are so small, we can only fit someone of certain size. And sometimes we even stack them in stack the bodies in there. So they need to be of a certain size to put in the morgue. And then the other side is. Well, it's easier for the medical students to find their way around the body without, I mean, for lack of a better word, getting lost in all the pounds and pounds of flesh. Absolutely. I mean, there's a reason why they won't do a lot of surgeries on people who are excessively obese. It's it's hard to do. Yeah. You're like, okay, you know, twist that flap over there. So, and it could be, it is not only dangerous to be morbidly obese, it is dangerous to be operated on when you are Mm -hmm. morbidly obese. Mm -hmm. So it's not exactly a fat shaming thing. It's more of a kind of a, how come y'all can't just be healthy? Hmm. But then that brings us back to the whole, well, some people are obese, not because, you know, because of their chemistry. Some people have actual diseases that cause them to be obese, blah, 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 blah. And of course, at the same time, people say, well, how come students aren't, you know, maybe you have to practice on on fat people day maybe that's friday coke and fat people day is what friday is from now on and you you have to yeah and you have to practice on that and then of course you just sort of say why don't we feed a little bit of coke to the fat people and then they'll be thinner what a great idea johnson you're hired (laughs) you've solved our nationwide obesity epidemic solved everything with barack obama and (laughs) legal legalized coke (laughs) legalized coke get it done so i i just thought that that was a fascinating it makes me wonder Story. how often this scenario happens because the thing I th- the thing I think now I don't know again this is me from a complete standpoint of ignorance but like there's a lot of stuff that you might do with a donated uh, corpse to science not horrible stuff like actual science <laughs> not stuff. Vic stuff not Vic stuff actual <laughs> science stuff um, I'm just thinking it's like maybe is, is there nothing they could have done with this woman, this woman's remains? Like you, there's I think nothing. Partly the hospital just sort of said we don't got a bin big enough yeah, for your I mama. Guess, yeah, we don't we don't have bags big enough for her or something. But I'm just thinking, you know, like there's a lot of there must be tissue science that goes on out there, and it's like we need to I figure out so. how you know skin cells react to this and that and all that kind of stuff. It's you, like she's got yeah, a lot of she's got a lot a lot of them. Like they 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 hunk off a piece of flesh and they put it yep. in somewhere and then they rub some rhubarb on it and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it turns out to put look like freaking yeah. you know Heidi Klum and yeah, they're all like some, oh my god rubbing rhubarb on yourself is the cure for obesity who'd have thought it yeah. well you know what never rub another man's rhubarb come on science figure this stuff out you don't get a, you don't don't gotta get all vic about it but just start rubbing <laughs> rhubarb on things if it's if it's if it's in your science lab rub some rhubarb on it that's all I'm saying. There's excess and rhubarb, and don't tell me that there's not. Even if it's not in your science lab, if it, you just see it on the side of the road, walking down the street, rub some yeah. rhubarb on stuff. Rub some rhubarb on it. What is the problem uh, here? Easy segue into rubbing another another man's rhubarb is talking about our local city apparently has a speakeasy, potentially more than one. Now, and what do we mean by speakeasy? Is it a, are you talking like... Because obviously it's not a real speakeasy because the whole a speakeasy in in was in the what the twenties when it was prohibition and yep. you had to say you know you had to you had to know Bob sent me and then they let you in to drink some bathroom gin yeah um, aside I mean, from the can, bathroom gin yeah that's so it's, it's it's like that to to kind of keep the uh, feel is it actually like old fashioned themed inside where you have to like well I got to tell you I have not actually been. Hmm. But well, I, I was you told did some a, friend, research a friend of mine said, you brought hey, it up. "Hey, do you know that I'm in the uh, that I can I can get us into a speakeasy?" And I'm like, "What? Like an actual?" And so I thought, I thought, having not looked this up about prohibition, having not been alive during prohibition, I'm almost not that old. <laughs> I then thought, okay, so isn't a speakeasy just kind of a like a bar that you go to, and it's just kind of it's 
like liberally minded and you get to go in no. and I just figured it's a place you got it got to go in and speak your mind and yeah <laughs> and apparently not so they no. said no 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 this is a thing that was popular back in the prohibition days where you had to go into a certain place oftentimes like a butcher shop or something like that or even just some side door place and you had to say a secret password phrase and then you got let in so they've apparently been resurfacing more so in the fact that not everyone wants to go to a untis untis ball cap wearing grindy <laughs> pants crunk or fest it's, or it's, everything is too loud and yeah exactly so for i don't know maybe the the young version of untis, me untis. sort of young man shakes his hand <laughs> shakes fist at cloud type thing or threatening things oh you damn kids get off my lawn like you're 27 shut up and get out of here and i just i i feel like maybe it's it's an elitist thing where you now go well, in and you get you get offered the drinks in the good china or mm-hmm. whatever well i i hear what you're saying and it, it's i think the uh ex- exclusivity of anything adds to the attractiveness of that thing greatly i think there was actually an episode of something what was it like how i met your mother or something like that where they actually made a fake bar where it wasn't actually it was just they were like down this alley and they were standing there talking to each other and then people started lining up behind them because they thought that this door they were standing in front of was like a secret bar that they were lined up for that might have been that episode but it was also an episode of mission hill that, maybe that's uh, what an- i'm thinking animated of. show on teletoon where the two yeah. friends they they couldn't get into a bar so they just stood outside of this tiny like like power closet or something yeah. and just stood there like not bar, letting yeah. people in yeah and, and making it, it the like most lording, exclusive yeah. club in new they york just kept city lording their power over everybody and then at the end yeah. they're like yeah I, this is boring i don't want to do this anymore and just walked so, away so i got i got the email this is this is where we are this is 21st century speakeasies i got the email forwarded on to me so bear in mind we're trying to keep the riffraff out by putting people on an email list that doesn't it, it doesn't detonate after 30 seconds you know this could be sent to everybody and so everybody in town can know what's going on so here we are uh this place is open tonight find an employee in this other bar on this street in the city and then when you're in that bar you say what the lion can't manage to do the fox can't well, see, now everybody who listens to this podcast knows how to Will do that. Will have been able to get into this place. This password was only good for three weeks ago. Okay, so hopefully uh, Vic already went. Probably, Yeah, Vic's already been. <laughs> wearing his rainbow suspenders and his sou'wester. That's how Vic gets dressed up, by the way. No pants, just suspenders. What is, what is a sou... Is that like the yellow rain, rain hat? Yes, that's so what a sou'wester okay. is. That's what I thought it was, but I'm like... I don't know what a speakeasy is, but you don't know what a sou'wester is? Yeah. That's just embarrassing. So you go and you say, what the line came in? And then when you're in this bar that you're standing around saying, boy, there's too many ball caps in here and everyone's drinking Coors Light. F this. What the lion can't manage to do, the fox can. And then all of a sudden, the the, the waitress you're obviously a, comes over, takes her top off, caps. and leads you into the good section of the bar. Mm. Where you're, you know, behind the velvet curtained rope, the rope <laughs> actually made of velvet curtains. It's, you know, the a plus on a plus, and then brings you through there, and then you get offered the really good stuff. You, you know, everyone's sitting back there, sucking back mint juleps or something out of tall glass beakers, <laughs> artisanally blown. Uh, what you're getting artisanally blown at this bar? You can, you can. All right, you gotta, you gotta go to the right places. You gotta say you gotta say the second secret passphrase. That is the, the second in, in the, secret password. That'll take you into an even smaller, cooler bar. And the secret password is pardon me, I would like to be artisanally blown. <laughs> it the uh, pardon me is key. Okay, we've we've Because if you start lost. with what up, they don't let you in. <laughs> 
we've lost the <laughs> we've lost the rails. I think yeah, we've got off a little right. bit. But okay. moving on to, to the last weird thing that came up in the last few weeks was, and I think I mentioned this, and then you said, "Nah, this has been a this has been a thing forever." So there's well, some new Mario game, yeah, and there was a preview for it, and you put a crown. Or you get yeah, some power a, up and it's a crown. There's a super crown and you put it on and it turns you into a, a it makes you like a Princess Peach lookalike sort a, of character. A princess version of yourself. Yeah, basically. So then apparently one dude said, ooh, what if you put it on Bowser? And he apparently had a little bit of art, yeah, art, there was a little comic. artistic well, talent. Yeah, it was a single comic about, about Princess Peach turning down both Bowser and Mario at the same time because they were both proposing to, to marriage to her. And she was like, no, to both of them. So Well, because it's 2018 and Princess Peach is a cock tease, and we all know that. Exactly. So so Bowser puts on the crown, and then he and Mario go off together. Mm. Uh, and then the internet... Absolutely. The, the internet dead. turned it into so Bowser has always wanted to be an attractive peach like uh, Princess Peach like woman. And then but have you have Mario you seen the fallout of this? I mean, yeah this this went on for there's fallout. Uh, there's been several weeks. This went on probably where it was just Bowser here and there and like her. Oh, it was everywhere. Giant, Every her, Reddit was full of it. It was crazy. Well, I, I spent a lot of time on Im- Imger Imager I Amger. However, let's you go say with Imager. That. Imager, and anyway, I think it's Imger actually. By but that sounds dumb. So it does. It's uh, it's all it was all over that all this uh, you know various artwork of of different levels of of uh, skill and imaginativeness, osity, and cough. It's uh, <laughs> but anyway, you know, it's like ah, uh, it's all in good fun. The internet does stuff like that from time to time, and then all these other there, people were like. What if we put it on other characters? So there started being Booette, you know, the little ghosts from Mario. <laughs> and then Chain Chompette. Like Skeletor. Yeah, Chain Chompette. And uh, like all the, like every other character, every other. And then I think the pinnacle had to be when somebody put it on Background Hill to make <laughs> Background Hillette. <laughs> and I'm like, we've now run out of things to put that crown on. Well, the internet will do that. That must be a rule in there somewhere. One of the rules is once you come up with an idea, the rest of the internet will kill that idea. Yeah, to the internet death. will any idea you have if it if it catches on, the internet will extend to the nth degree until it is no longer extendable. I kind of miss Photoshop Fridays for just that reason. Yeah, those were incredible and amazing. But what what uh, makes me curious <laughs> about this entire Bowsette? thing is it spawned from the concept and this this was brought up in one of my favorite uh scenes in family guy in the early family guy when mario uh jumps through and he saves the princess and then he says now how about the little kiss and then she says whoa 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 that's kind of creepy isn't it just because you kind of save me and all all of a sudden you think i'm gonna actually kiss you no and then they get in a big fight about it and i thought you know what this is delightfully indicative of the modern commentary on what's actually happening between men and women and i love that where it wasn't just about i will be uh, brave and impetuous and here i come and i'm saving you with my you know charging my white knight on my on my horse and i will save you and we will carry you off and we will get married and the girl's like huh we're in a modern day (laughs) she'd be sort of uh excuse me no you saved me and that doesn't mean i marry you otherwise you know spider-man is married a hundred thousand times over because he keeps saving the damsel in distress Uh 
but the, the the concept of the damsel in distress has changed somewhat, and then this whole Bowsette thing has changed it so that the damsel in distress is. So, and I'm a little worried that, that, that what this is doing is saying, "Hey, yeah, Princess is such a haughty bitch. I mean, why doesn't she just marry Mario? Because he's awesome and he saved her." So then, what happens here is the two dudes who are obviously incels. They decide that one of them is going to put a magic crown on his head, and then they just get it on, and to hell with that uppity slut. I understand what you're saying. I think perhaps you're reading too far into this. because I bunch really of, hope it's, so. It's a bunch of lonely internet artists who are making this artwork, and you can't. I don't think you can judge society you know based on lonely internet Rule 34 artists. But do you know what happened to those lonely internet Rule 34 artists? Some of them decided to be incels, and one of them drove down a street full of people one day. Well, yes, but there's crazy people in every uh, walk, any potential walk of life. I'm sure somewhere there's a furry that tried to shoot someone or, you know, any other. I mean, there's probably. I every, think every furries group has horrible are much people. more uh, sexually uh, confident and uh, satiated they've, they've than found an their, incel. They found their group. Yeah, but, uh, and they're happy doing uh, their thing, and I'm like, hey, uh, you guys going to go over there and do your thing? Yep, we'll be over here. But cool. you know what? It's like, Let me know when you're on play check. But it's like anything else. There's crazy people in every group, and you mm. can't judge a group by what the crazy people in it do. And that, that extends to- Are you saying there's non-crazy people who are in incels? <laughs> I'm saying there's people who who maybe identify or maybe less Who are so sexually now. frustrated but don't want to kill everybody. Exactly. There are people okay. who may, maybe hold some- and you know that, that it's true. You know that it's true. There's people who hold some uh, maybe opinions or worldviews that you and I would disagree with, but that doesn't mean that they're gonna streak down a, a, a Toronto street and start shooting people. Sure, it does. Black and white. If they agree with Brett Kavanaugh, that they should be shot dead in the street. <laughs> I'm never voting for those people again. Uh, <laughs> anyway, last yeah. thing that we've got. Uh, quick, quick thing to talk about is a little in-house cleaning. Uh, one of the things that came up was. A potential exploration of perhaps expanding our audience by turning this particular podcast into not just an audio podcast, but a video podcast, which we could put up on the YouTube channel or a YouTube channel. We'd have a YouTube channel that you could check out. And then so there are options there. Either they would be uh, just a cool graphic with maybe the two of us and talking heads talking back and forth with our webcams and whatnot, or it, we could animate it ourselves and just make some sort of crazy like I I, I envision getting Vic to, I don't know, Unity, some sort of Flash program or whatnot, <laughs> and it would just randomly make a bunch of, <laughs> or it would just be, you know, two episodes of Bob Ross strung together, and that would be fine. Nice. But feed, feedback feedback is appreciated on, on that one. If you think I mean, that this we might, be something we might be able to find a different platform. I don't know if YouTube is necessarily it because, like you said, the thing is, I mean, we could do uh, we we could do like the webcam looking at us. But I I absolutely have a face for radio, and <laughs> it's uh, that's what makeups for. I am not doing an hour at hair and makeup. Before no, I, every... I mean draw some tic tac toe on, on your cheeks, and then people will have something to think. Oh, we should. Can you imagine if you got a half-finished Sudoku tattooed on your butt? Ugh. And then you could, every time Why you hear people, like people would be like, where would the seven go? Hmm. You're not, you're not into this idea? No. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take your silence as, as agreement regardless. But <laughs> That's a I think dangerous what, what, statement. The reason this was brought up was because some people don't always uh, have their uh, their podcast, whatever, up to date and doing things. And I, some people are just really much quicker in, I subscribe to this YouTube channel. Oh, the thing's popped up. I'm just going to 
click play and it's up on my laptop or whatever and then I'm just going to wander around the house. And I'm I'm in that camp. I don't have a lot of podcasts, but oh my god, do I watch and or listen to? Like I just turn on a YouTube video of a guy that I that I watch and he's just kind of mouthing off talking about something while he happens to be like playing a video game or something like like that. And then I just wander around and I do other things while I'm slowly listening to it because it's just I'll pop it's just the, background. You know, tell you what, I'll pop the card out of my dash cam and we can just have like a few hours of video of, of, of me driving back and forth to work. Perfect. <laughs> With us talking over it. 100% perfect. Why do you keep passing everybody? Why are you going so fast? <laughs> what is this video? This is so strange. For the two of you talking in the car, it's actually really excellent audio quality. Do <laughs> uh. we hear in the future, just you know, wave your hand in front of the dash cam and then maybe it'll line up to some animated thing that we were talking about in a really... Uh, eccentric way yes that could be fun um you know what mm. even though we we mouthed off for quite a while we actually turned this into a very short episode that is actually a quite a short episode do we want to stick to a short episode or do we want to talk about anything else i don't know you got anything else i'm sure you can come up with something you want to complain about oh well there's all sorts of things that i want to complain about but we don't necessarily need to do it right now now we can end it off here and then we'll come back. You can check us out on Twitter at Sean and Ross, or you can email us Sean and Ross podcast at gmail.com. Uh, this episode will be up a little time after that uh, we record it, but we always welcome the feedback anytime you want to send us any kind of message. But other than that, we'll talk to you next in uh, two weeks. <laughs> Everybody wang wang tonight. Everybody wang wang tonight. Wangy wangy wang wang tonight. <laughs>